Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome to the 12 Days of Ultraman here on the Science Patrol. Yeah, you're copyright infringement. I'm your host, Rich Conroy. With me, as always, the inventor of the idea of balls on a tree, Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey, everybody. How are you? Dude, I gotta come up with twelve of these things. Is okay, what I'm saying. Okay, so like, fair, fair. You got a point. You got a point. Okay. <laughs> going out of the going out of the gate strong. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, it's that time of year, Christmas time, uh, holiday season, uh, all that fun stuff. And as usual, we do t- they, another twelve episode mini, uh, mini yeah, yeah. Of, of twelve days of Ultraman. And this year is. Neo Ultra Q. Yes. So since we decided this year we would cover the original Ultra Q, right. I thought it would just be thematically prudent to bookend it by, at the end of the year, doing Neo Ultra Q. That's fair. Now, my question for you is, what year did this come out? Oh, it's a fine generally. question, Patrick. Um, did you say generally? It generally came out in 2013. <laughs> January okay. 12th through March 30th. Okay. That's fair. That was the original air date. Um... It was the original channel was on Wow Wow. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know Japanese channel, so that doesn't help. I don't know, but it sounds like an exciting channel. Yeah. Wow Wow! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> All right. Uh, and it's on. It was on Toku in the U.S. Obviously. Yes. Um, so this um, this backs up with our uh, with our title for the Festival of Merriment, uh, which is going to be Ultra Q the movie. Ah, uh, okay. And um, which we have not watched yet because back to the uh, uh, behind baseball, inside baseball, inside uh, baseball, behind the curtain, behind the glass. Go. Yeah, behind <laughs> the baseball. What? That's uh, okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, in behind the curtain, we are recording this in the frigid, chilly days of November when yes. it's really not that bad out. Not that bad. It's nice. It's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, this is the most festive Veterans Day. <laughs> <laughs> Two things have never been said. No. Brand new sentence, everybody. <laughs> so, um, Neo Ultra Q, I'm just going to do a quick, uh, like, uh, you know. Intro? Yeah, in the next 30 minutes, you will open the door to the mysterious world and regain a lost eternity. Sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> now, what I, I mean, mm-hmm. I do like that now this is going to be just as the old Ultra Q was, more Twilight Zone-y mm-hmm. instead of Monster Heavy. Mm-hmm. Yep. And instead of being Kaiju this time, it seems like they're... No, they're all Kaiju. I mean, monsters are Kaiju. Daikaiju are giant monsters. Oh! Because we short it to Kaiju just because they're, they're monsters. Yeah. But this one seems to say that they're all ogres. At least the first two episodes. It's very ogre-centric. Yes. The first two episodes are ogre-centric. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Originally broadcast January 12, 2013 by Wow Wow and produced by Severaya Productions uh, based on the original Ultra Q. Uh, this retains the horror mystery atmosphere. It does have more comedic parts than the original. Yes. Um, Toku announced that it would air in the United States on Toku, obviously, with English subtitles in 2017. Yeah. It is now available on Amazon Prime, Tubi, and uh, Shout Factory Tokusatsu. And I saw it on YouTube. You saw it on YouTube? Okay. Yeah, I watched the YouTube version of it. Okay. Our cast is Jin uh, Haibara, Emiko Watarase, 
and Shohei Shinoyamu. Okay. There's also Professor Yoshima, who's our Dr. Colonel Sanders, I believe, right. and the Associate Professor Tenge. And now, those are the five that are going to be basically in every episode? Those are our regulars, Okay, yes. those are our regulars. Yes, yes, indeed. I noticed the... Just like the original Ultra Q, the girl is basically our center yeah. that we're keeping, mm-hmm. and then everybody kind of rotates around her kind of yeah, thing, yeah. which I like. I do like. Because she's not she's hard to not look hard at. She's not hard to look at. <laughs> <in the laughs> least. It's not. not like yeah. Uh, she is played by uh, Rin Takanashi, and I feel like I've seen her in something else, but... Don't know where. I cannot place her. That's fine. It's driving me bananas. No, um, oh, you you have no idea. Um, <laughs> but we're gonna. We're, there's really not much else on the wiki about it. That's fine. Um, other than boy, this is uh, weird. Weird. It is supposed to be technically speaking the second season to the '66 version. Okay. With no original characters, but sure. Well, considering you're talking 50 year difference, you can give them. All right, fine. Second season, fine. And you also have three, um, you know, you have the same thing. It's like three people. One of them's kind of a goofball. One of them is uh, a lady reporter. And the other one is a professor of some sort. Of some sort. Yes. Fair enough. Um, enough. What I like, though, is they take uh, the episodes, their home base is a, a bar called The Door. I do like that part. Yeah. I do like that part. Uh, that and is the least time. frequented bar as you will ever see <laughs> as we as we roll on in this series. I've seen Becomes a few less more. Less no, there's just nobody there. I oh, don't yeah, understand yeah. how they stay in business. Well, I'm just going with the fact that they're doing this stuff in the middle of the day. Sure. Okay. Right after lunch hour. So okay. regular workers have just left yeah. because they just finished their lunch. They okay. go back to work. So where's the one guy... That's sitting on the end of the bar, yeah, just sitting like, there. I, the, I got nowhere else to go. Exactly. <laughs> the guy that sits there in every bar yeah. every day. I get that guy. Yeah. But that's that, fine. That's where I went. This okay. It's, this is right after lunch on a business yeah. day. She's a reporter, so she can do whatever she wants. He's yeah. a professor, and he sets his own hours as a right. psychiatrist or whatever. Yeah. By the way. Go ahead. The, as a psychiatrist, psychologist, counselor. Whatever he is. Does he have the most depressing office that you've ever seen in your life? It looks like the house that they found the weeping angels in. in oh, yes. 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 <laughs> yes. It's so depressing. It's like, why do you think you're so down? Well, I mean, I look, look around. around you. Like, <laughs> your office is not a bright ray of sunshine in my day, Doc. It's like, you yeah. know... I come here to speak about my troubles, not to see yours. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I need it to be chipper in here. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get like a cow at a slaughterhouse where they're going to crack me over the head with a mallet and shoot me. Exactly. That's kind of what I get. Oh, yeah. Also, you don't validate. That's uh, also <laughs> that's not good. I need you to validate, part. Yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> no help to anybody. Um, I we I do enjoy the fact that we have the original Ultra Q theme. I did like I that. I think it's an updated version of it. I think. I think it's like a re-recorded. Probably. I didn't really notice much of a difference, but sure. I would think it would be updated. I didn't see anyway. any trivia about it. Yeah. Um, oh, really. but our first episode, which I did not mention, is called uh, Quo Vadis. See, um, now this is where I went. Did you figure out what that actually means? Yeah, where are you going? No. Oh, you did know where? Yeah. <laughs> so I had to actually write it down. I'm sorry. 
I was like, I'm like, it's gotta be. I know. Oh, I gotta look it up. I had to look it up. Yeah, oh yeah, write it down. I didn't like. I'm not smarty smarter man. And I didn't just like. Well, of course, Patrick, it comes from Latin as well. You getting? <laughs> Pass me my monocle, boy. Yes. Exactly. Um, directed by Garuyuki Ishii, screenplay by Kiyotaka Inagaki. Uh, air date, of course, is one twelve two thousand and thirteen. Uh, original U.S. air date is eight fifteen two thousand seventeen. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Um, synopsis: The sudden appearance of the monster near uh, Wani has provoked conflict amongst people. Though it merely treads a plotting path, some demand its destruction, while others protest for its protection. Where does it intend to go? Counselor Jin Haibara. Writer Emiko Watarase and owner of the bar Tobira, uh, Shohei Shirioma, go to see what is going on. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. So uh, it opens up with uh, a guy who looks like the non-union Japanese equivalent to the tall man from the Phantasm series cleaning up a sacred... Never watched Phantasm. Oh, yeah. You need to see the first one. It's great. The rest of them, I'm lukewarm about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one's real good. Okay. Yeah. First one gives you the heebie-jeebies, something oh, fierce. It's good stuff. Not like it's not. It's not. It's that good kind of horror movie where you're just like, well, this is unsettling. <laughs> like, the, like I, that. I'm not, I, I don't care for that. Oh, oh, about <laughs> this. Ooh. It's not like super gory as far as I remember. Um, okay. I think the sequels started to become like Gory. just like Halloween. Right. Halloween is a really good suspenseful, scary right. movie with absolutely no blood. No, I think there's a little. No, no, absolutely no. I just watched the. Oh, you just watched? Okay, just watched movies that made me, and Halloween was in it. Okay, and he purposely didn't put blood in. Oh, okay, and then they of course did Friday the Thirteenth and said, "Oh, we can pick a holiday and just go with it, and we'll put lots of blood because they put none." No of this one, one is picking up my Arbor Day franchise. I think it's got a lot of room. <laughs> It's about trees, right? Hatchets, chainsaws. Come on, there's everything going in there. Oh, yeah. So I think that's going to be great. Um, uh, an old man knows of a power spot in an ancient forest called Ryuga, but others do not believe he is right. Lightning flashes there, and to the south, uh, Niruwani awakens and makes its way north. Yes. Um, basically, this this old man um, is in a, a spot in the woods, and uh, he's cleaning up like a shrine area. And some people come, and it's like this kid and his girlfriend. Right. And I, <laughs> they are the greatest actors of our generation because I immediately hated them. Oh, they were annoying. Hated. Like, they were. I want to punch them in the face. Oh, knock that stupid hat right off. <laughs> exactly. It's, I mean, you hey, you was sh- a bowler. Come here. Yeah. What, a bowler? Really? Yeah. Clonk. <laughs> Hip, hipster. You're not even wearing a shirt. Hipster guy, get over here. Yeah, hipster guy, get over here. A exactly. bowler is acceptable. One on a child. B on wimpy. Uh, always on wimpy. Two, yeah, always on wimpy. Yeah, <laughs> now that's our new thing. Instead of on point, that's on wimpy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that hat's really on wimpy. Um, yeah, I think it's a, I think what it was was the use of a vest with a t-shirt. Yes, and a tie. I think it, you wear a tie. No, no tie. No tie. Are you sure? We vest and vest and t-shirt. Day. He was. He just, was. They were all oh. super irritating. I give you that. And then uh, Emmy shows up, and she starts asking some questions. And there's well, lightning. And they they try to talk to the guy cleaning up the area. Right. He ignores them completely. Yeah. I'm on his side. Oh yeah. But then she actually stops and tries to talk to him. Right. And he does at least stop and right. discusses nonsense. But 
you know, they were, oh, you don't know about this area. Okay, okay, yeah. whatever. It's fine. That's why I'm asking questions. But again, then there's lightning, and that always brings me down because it's free, and I see that it's me who's lost and never found. <laughs> <laughs> I cry out for I magic. I am going to punch you shortly, my friend. <laughs> I feel it. Something in the air. I don't remember Anyway. <laughs> but they also show this tree. Yeah. With a strand. Yeah, the Shinto uh, blessing thing around it. Is that what it was? Yeah. We've seen that before in a lot of stuff. I understand, but I'm, I'm it's, a, sh- it's a Shinto thing. Shinto I thing. don't know. And it has little lightning bolts going No, they're not lightning bolts. They're, um... They were lightning bolts. They look... They're like a, um... They're a Japanese symbol. Is what yeah, but it's not lightning. It doesn't represent lightning, I don't think. Okay, no, um, you don't have to look it up. I do have to look it up. But you, sure you. you talk, yeah. <laughs> but it looked like lightning bolts. And then they showed you this little shrine with the same kind of thing on it. So I wasn't exactly sure what it was, but you're telling me it wasn't lightning. It is a Shimanawa. Which Shimanawa is? are lengths of laid rice, straw, or hemp rope used for ritual purification in the Shinto religion. They vary in diameter. Um... No, but from I'm, a few centimeters, hold right. on, to several meters, and are often often seen festooned with shide, traditional paper streamers. Okay, those paper streamers is mm-hmm. what I was talking about. Yeah, I know what you were talking about. Oh, but okay, okay. I, I just want to say, I don't think they're lightning. Well, whatever. Oh, balls. Hold on. <laughs> Wait till Pat's right, folks. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> She, they are zigzag-shaped paper streamers, often seen attached to Shimanawa or Tamagushi. Used in Shinto rituals in Japan, a popular ritual is using a haragushi, or lightning wand, named for the zigzag shide paper that adorns the wand. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like, you went deep. Well, well me to be right. Yeah, well like done. Beautiful thing that happened. I'm, I'm all, I'm here for it. So, um, uh, Jin uh, Haibara counsels a man who is unable to sleep in peace because every time he sleeps, he, he sees said, his wife and son that had been killed by ogres. Right. Okay. And, sure. And the best part is, Jin's like, look, uh, obviously it wasn't ogres. And nobody questions as to whether or not it's an ogre. They're like, yeah, of course, ogres. Of course it's ogres. Yeah. Now, I go with, there are ogres on this world. Sure. And everybody knows about it. Right. So I'm okay with him not questioning the fact of whether or not it's an ogre. Just whether or not the ogre killed his wife and son is where the psychiatrist is going. Yeah. Psychiatrist is saying, you know, you can't blame all ogres for what yeah, not all may ogres. or may not Hashtag have done. Not all ogres. Exactly. <laughs> That's where the psychiatrist is trying to go, and this guy's like, no. Yeah, what are you, some f- sort of ogre lover? Exactly, is where he went. And he you love him so much, why don't you go marry one like my wife? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, and he hates this monster, and he talks to Emiko. Uh, who said the forest she visited felt dried up, but a mountain retained its spiritual feeling despite it being a tourist attraction. Right. So Professor Yoshima discovers unusual sunspots. Uh, now, meanwhile, the, <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, <laughs> yeah. back in the ranch, the sunspot that they used, mm. I figure it was just a picture of an actual sunspot. Yeah. Because it's easy to do. Sure. And then they just left it there. Okay. Because, you know, sunspots last a minute, two, yeah. 
Maybe I don't know. ten. Maybe tops. I don't know. Not days. I'm a but science guy. <laughs> I, I, neither am I. But they did. At least the guy studying the sunset right. said, "No, this is the longest one that we have on record." Okay. So you can go. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah that's sure, fine. Sure, sure. That's all I want is like one sentence that says, "Oh, this is something we haven't seen before on record," and that way they can. Thousand years ago, we didn't record it. Okay. Oh, look, we found something. The duration of a cycle of sunspot okay. is, on average, around 11 years. Is it really? Yeah. But that's like like from when they start to... Oh, like, okay. However, the length oh. of the cycle does vary. Between 1700 and the present, the sunspot cycle... The, the sunspot cycle... I know, that's a tough from one. From one... It really is. From one solar min to the next solar min has varied in length from as short as nine years to as long as 14. Okay. Come on, sunspots, get it right. Jeez. Oh, oh, did you see this thing that's been going around on the internet? Uh-huh. And it's um, a calculator for the speed of light in a visual format. And it's like, it shows the sun and then, or the earth and then something, light going from that object to the earth. Right. So it's like, light from the moon is 22 seconds or whatever. And it's like, and it's... Literally takes twenty two seconds to get to the really? Earth, right? That's then it's cool. like from the sun, seven minutes. Nice. Does that? Then it's like from Alpha Centauri, sixteen years. <laughs> just, <laughs> just keep <laughs> you know, like that'll, that'll actually do it. I bet. <laughs> I'm sure that they have that pointed out. Yeah, I'm sure nobody watches. No, well, we don't know. It only came out a couple days ago. Um, it's still running now. Exactly. So. Um, <sighs> Anyway, he's called away by the task force because a monster has appeared. However, he ignores them and tries associate professor uh, Tenge to tell him that a monster rampage always springs from some core cause. Meanwhile, uh, near uh, the... the, the That's I want to call him a golem. He's you. an ogre. Just to interrupt you. Mm. This episode is a lot of... Meanwhile... Meanwhile. Yeah. Meanwhile. Then over meanwhile. here. Also, this is happening. But at the same time, exactly. this is happening. What? Okay. Can we keep a storyline straight? No? Yeah. Okay. Well, so anyway, the ogre marches downtown and is now. faced with people evacuating. Getting out of the way. Not yeah. really evacuating, but getting out of the way. Yeah. Now, on the monster. Yeah. What did you think of the design of the I suit? It kind of neat. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. I liked how he used stilts yeah, yeah, as yeah. his front legs. Yeah. And by God, if they could have added more crap to his shoulders, mm-hmm. I think they should have because they had shoulders <laughs> that went out to next week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and he was knocking would... down signs and people yeah. were like, oh no. And it's like, dude, hit your sign. Yeah. And the sign the, guy will be back in an hour and put up another one. Put up another one. He'll charge whatever he charges, yeah. and everybody will be fine. Do you have Do you have ogre insurance? You should have ogre insurance. <laughs> you should have yeah. By now. If, yeah. <laughs> if, if this is a thing, and it appears to be a thing, let's have some ogre insurance. Oh, um, oh my. So he's faced with guns. And, Sorry. That's okay. Pat's neighbor watching, but I don't, can't see who it is. Nope, I got nothing. That's all right. She's over by the green... Whatever it is. Oh, that's uh, that's um, Winston's mom. Okay. Yeah, she's nice. Yes. And uh, she and is. Fergus really is Winston's buddy. Oh, they just very nice. they love each other very much. Yes. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, oh yeah. M- most dogs in this in development. this development all owned by hot people. Really? I said most. 
Not me. But like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm like the one that are like, are you attractive enough to have a dog? I don't know. I'm asking, shut up. Be quiet. I got a dog. Just because I'm grandfathered in doesn't mean you have to talk to me like that. Exactly. Um, so, uh, so as he's marched, it marches downtown. The cops don't attack him. They're like, don't do anything. Uh, Jim then collects a sample of strange liquid with particles in it. So it's well, like a slime trail. Yes, that's exactly what it, yeah. I figured it was. It was just his slime trail. And yeah. it had some sort of his remnants in it, Could I be. guess. Yeah, that's what, well, I thought it might have been from the just street dirt. But we see later that that's not the case. Right. The right. monster changes direction. People begin throwing stones. Which doesn't seem to really... They're like, okay, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, meanwhile, Hybara uh, is called by his patient from before, who then tells him, I don't need um, I don't need your help anymore. I don't need treatment. I'm just going to try to be optimistic. Um, and okay. you can see that he's also near where the ogre is yeah. and is going towards the ogre. Yep. So, you know what? I can figure this out on my own. I don't need you. That and, doesn't seem like a good course no, of action. It's no, not. it's not. But... Yeah. That's where they went. So, so okay. uh, yeah. Uh, then they, Hybar and his friends uh, theorize that the docile ogre is on a journey somewhere. Um, I like that fact that he puts the he puts the um, specimen the specimen thing on a on a map, on a and nice the stuff gravitates to the spot on the map. Right. Great, great effect. It and, re- and it was so it was easy very neat. To yeah. Do oh, it's the woolly willy thing. Like they, what's they the magnum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, <laughs> yeah. Put a knife. It's little metal filings. Yeah. And a little liquid. Yeah. And all they have to do is put the magnet yeah. on one side and the metal. It's woolly willy. Is that what that is? You, you know what woolly willy is? The thing that you get. It's got the dude's face on. Oh yeah, it, yeah, yeah, on the magnet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Make him a hobo. Maybe you know. Like, yeah. yeah. It is the neatest and it's yep. simple to do. Yeah. And effective. But what kills me is, like, the second time, he was like, oh, yeah, well, I think he's going here, you know? And I went, yeah, we saw that before on the map. And I went, wait a second. How can it read a map? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. I said, like, that scene is so awesome until there's the slightest bit of scrutiny on it. And you're like... Yeah, you know what? You pulled the wool over my eye. I'm still going to give it to you. <laughs> I'm giving it to you. I'm still going to give it to you. Because it was effective. Yeah. I knew as it was going on, I knew it wasn't real. Yeah. No, but... Like, but what? I like the but thought like, behind oh, it. Oh, that's where we want to go, fellas. It's right there on the map. <laughs> I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sure makes sense. So they discover the particles are drawn towards the north in Rayuga Forest. And the monster starts marching down the roads. Pro and anti-monster groups fight on each side. Um, Which... Sure. Did I I get the anti monster groups. Yeah. You're breaking my sign. You're breaking my town. The pro ogre group. I'm sorry. What now? Pedo. People for the ethical treatment of ogres. I got you. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Okay. So sure. Um, I'm more of the. I would be part of the group, a third splinter group, which starts to say, "Just don't make it angry." That's all. That's all. How about don't piss it off? See if you see if it would like a soda. How about leave it alone yeah. as long as it's leaving you alone? Yeah. Which is I how mean, I treat most things. You <laughs> leave it alone, it leaves you alone. Yeah, it's 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 very Australian out, outlook for you. Like, yeah, no, leave that alone. It's just, yeah. just leave that be. Don't bother it. Here. It won't bother you. Yeah. Well, no, most things in Australia will bother you. That's most the problem. Most things in Australia will kill you. That's right. That's what I mean by bother. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, oh, good lord. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> um, so, um, then uh, someone, one of them attacks the kaiju, knocking off a good amount of flesh, but it ignores them and continues marching. Uh, meanwhile, Yoshima explains to Emiko and Shoei that uh, the ogre, the flowing rain king, appeared in ancient Japan. Yes. They discover that he appears once every thousand years when sunspots increase their size. And he's holding... Uh, uh, Bar says, well, he's probably heading towards the Ryoga Forest, which is a place that was once held sacred. Right. So right. the cells Jin collected are dying, and he thinks that, like, he's going to go there to die. That is his whole purpose, is yeah. he's going there to die. Right. Which, okay, sure. So sure. what's he doing for the other thousand years? He was hiding. Because the sunspot, this No, but that just seems crazy. Like, I'm just going to... I've been reborn. I'm just going to hang out right here until, you know, a thousand years from now. And then I'm just going to get up to die... Jeez Louise. It's a, a little <laughs> it's grim. Dark. It's, a, it's dark. a grim life. But if you don't, if you're just an ogre, and we yeah. gotta it's a mythical creature of some exactly. sort, yeah. It's fine. Um, so the uh, the military are going to the location to uh, prepare to destroy the ogre. It reaches the forest shrine. The protector tries to stop them, but to no avail. They fire, causing the monster to fall. It struggles up and continues on. Right. Meanwhile, the patient goes up and, like, shoots it, starts beating at it with a shotgun, and right, it shoots it a couple nothing, times like, and then just hits it a couple times right. because it ran out of bullets. And what I want to know is how did, like, what did the ogre do to kill his family? See, but it wasn't this particular ogre that killed his family. We know that. We within we. We, we gotta believe that. Yeah, all right, yeah. Because this ogre only showed up with the sunspot. Uh, okay, so fine. And his family had been killed by an ogre. That's why I said he's just against all, all ogres. All ogres. In okay, exactly. sure. Okay. Uh, so the ogre makes it to the tree and is absorbed into it. Yes. Uh, Jin's patient hears his child uh, and his and wife, his wife right. tell them that they're always with him as the tree shines. He breaks down into tears. The sunspots fade. Um, later, the old shrine keeper reads a stone's inscription. Uh, Nirawani ascends past the white clouds on the mountaintop and returns home. Fair enough. The end. The end. And Again, the guy's going to go crazy, right? Like, exactly. And that is the epi- this is the epitome <laughs> of Ultra Q right here. Bunch of weird crap's going to happen. Are we going to explain it? No, no, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Have a good day. See you later. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> and I didn't have a problem with this ending, right? Because the monster dissolves into the tree, like yeah, he becomes part of the tree, right? And sure, the sunspot that got the monster to be born dissolved right. into the sun, sure. And okay, sure, I guess. Fine, so let's do our monster minute on Nirwana. His very first Neo Q, Neo Ultra Q monster to appear every thousand years, a single. Uh, Nirawani appears, travels to the ancient Rayuga forest, and dies by merging with one of the forest trees. Now, do you think it's the same forest tree that he dissolves into? Well, this here says that... Funny you should mention that, Patrick, which I is see. super... This sounds like we set this up and we did really not. really did not. I don't uh, know what the heck he's reading, honestly. Over the millennia, many Nirawani have contributed to the forest in this way. Okay. There we go. Fair he enough. is a pilgrimage monster. Right. That is he his subculture. Goes from one spot to the other. He's four meters tall, four tons. Homeworld is there. Wait, wait, wait. Try that again. Four meters? No. He's taller than that. Twelve feet tall. 
He was taller than twelve feet. It was more than a story really tall. No, I think he was just some spiky bits on his. Okay, they didn't yeah. count the spiky bits. I don't that's think a true so. story. Okay, all right, fine. I think that's the the really terrifying thing of the Beth. the ogre is not that big. Yeah. You know, he's. I mean, 12, 4 meters is a little bit more than 12 feet. Yeah. yeah okay. I also, one of the things I really like about the way Neo Ultra Q is um, everything's very muted. Like, the colors are very muted. Yes. So it's... Yes. Parts of it are black and white. Which I thought was really effectively yeah. done. And then they, like, tends when there's color, there's a little color. Yes. You know, I think that's kind of cool. I think they were trying to draw on the original mm-hmm. Ultra Q, which obviously sure. was in black and white. And sure. they said, we can kind of get away with this. I like it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, I liked it a lot. So I, I think it was a good start. Um, when it ended, I was like, that perfect, great. Like, <laughs> I was like, like I, I said, crazy, I don't know huh? what I was expecting, but I, <laughs> that's just perfect. It's just like... Yeah, well, I was saying to Pat earlier, I watched the first four, and because uh, we had a grand idea that we were going to do six today, that's not happening. Um, <laughs> let's just do six. That's a great idea. All right, I watched two. Yeah, <laughs> that was my fault. I watched two. I, yeah. I've been working crazy hours lately, and yeah. this morning, in dealing with everything, my father's semi girlfriend texted me at two forty-five a.m. And I texted her back. It's two forty-five a.m. <laughs> At the sound of the tone, it'll be two forty-five a.m. Yeah, I'm not doing anything right now. Yes. Of course, then I could not go back to sleep. I'm like, this is that trash. I might as well get up and do the thing. I don't. No, I mean I was going to get up anyway because for election day, I turned my alarm off and then forgot to turn it back on for Wednesday. So I was getting up early anyway, just to not turn the alarm off. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh no, I st- I, I'm like, you know what? I, I will put it on. It's going to be fine. It'll be fine. I will remember. So, but anyway, yeah, that's it for the first episode of Neo Ultra Q. Yeah. And the first in the Twelve Days of Ultraman 2021. Yay! Yay! We did it. Um, so yeah, and um, we will see you tomorrow with the second episode, Laundry Day. Yes. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks. On behalf of the Science Patrol, I'm Rich Conroy. I'm Pat Rooney. Sally Forth, you guys. Take care. Bring back back. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post-production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast.